Section 17 of Mark Twain's Autobiography. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by John Greenman. A Viennese Procession. Written Sunday, June 26, 1898. Carlton Leutgeben. I went in the eight o'clock train to Vienna to see the procession. It was a stroke of luck for at the last moment I was feeling lazy and was minded not to go. But when I reached the station, five minutes late, the train was still there, a couple of friends were there also, and so I went. At Leasing, half an hour out, we changed to a very long train and left for Vienna, with every seat occupied that was no sign that this was a great day for these people are not critical about shows they turn out for anything that comes along half an hour later we were driving into the city no particular bustle anywhere indeed less than is usual on an austrian sunday bunting flying and a decoration here and there a quite frequent thing in this jubilee year but as we passed the american embassy i saw a couple of our flags out and the minister and his men-servants arranging to have another one added this woke me up it seemed to indicate that something really beyond the common was to the fore as we neared the bridge which connects the first bezirk with the third a pronounced and growing life and stir were noticeable and when we entered the wide square where the schwarzenberg palace is there was something resembling a jam as far as we could see down the broad avenue of the park ring both sides of it were packed with people in their holiday clothes our cab worked its way across the square and then flew down empty streets all the way to Liebenberggasse number seven the dwelling we were aiming for it stands on the corner of that street and the park ring and its balconies command a mile stretch of the latter avenue by a trifle after nine we were in the shade of the awnings of the first-floor balcony with a dozen other guests and ready for the procession ready but it would not start for an hour yet and would not reach us for half an hour afterward as to numbers it would be a large matter for by report it would march twenty-five thousand strong but it isn't numbers that make the interest of a procession i have seen a vast number of long processions which didn't pay it is clothes that make a procession where you have those of the right pattern you can do without length two or three months ago i saw one with the emperor and an archbishop in it and the archbishop was being carried along under a canopied arrangement and had his skull-cap on and the venerable emperor was following him on foot and bareheaded even if that had been the entire procession it would have paid i am old now 
and may never be an emperor at all, at least in this world. I have been disappointed so many times that I am growing more and more doubtful and resigned every year, but if it ever should happen, the procession will have a fresh start for the archbishop, for he will walk. The wait on the balcony was not dull. There was the spacious avenue stretching into the distance, right and left, to look at, with its double wall of massed humanity, an eager and excited lot, broiling in the sun, and a comforting spectacle to contemplate from the shade. That is, on our side of the street they were in the sun, but not on the other side, where the park is, there was dense shade there. They were good-natured people, but they gave the policemen plenty of trouble, for they were constantly surging into the roadway, and being hustled back again. They were in fine spirits, yet it was said that the most of them had been waiting there in the jam three or four hours, and two-thirds of them were women and girls. At last a mounted policeman came galloping down the road in solitary state, a first sign that pretty soon the show would begin. After five minutes he was followed by a man on a decorated bicycle. Next a marshal's assistant sped by on a polished and shiny black horse. Five minutes later distant strains of music five more and far up the street the head of the procession twinkles into view that was a procession i wouldn't have missed it for anything according to my understanding it was to be composed of shooting match clubs from all over the austrian empire with a club or two from france and germany as guests what I had in my imagination was twenty-five thousand men in sober dress drifting monotonously by with rifles slung to their backs, a New York target excursion on a large scale. In my fancy I could see the colored brothers toting the ice-pails and targets and swabbing off perspiration. But this was a different matter. One of the most engaging spectacles in the world is a Wagner opera force marching onto the stage with its music braying and its banners flying. This was that spectacle infinitely magnified and with the glories of the sun upon it and a countless multitude of excited witnesses to wave the handkerchiefs and do the hurrahing. It was grand and beautiful and sumptuous, and no tinsel, no shams, no tin armor, no cotton velvet, no make-believe silk, no Birmingham oriental rugs. Everything was what it professed to be. It is the clothes that make a procession, and for these costumes all the centuries were drawn upon even from times which were already ancient when Kaiser Rudolph himself was alive. 
there were bodies of spearmen with plain steel casks of a date a thousand years ago other bodies in more ornamental casks of a century or two later and with breastplates added other bodies with chain-mail elaborations some armed with crossbows some with the earliest crop of matchlocks still other bodies clothed in the stunningly picturesque plate armor and plumed great helmets of the middle of the sixteenth century and then there were bodies of men-at-arms in the darling velvets of the middle ages and nobles on horseback in the same doublets with huge puffed sleeves wide brigand hats with great plumes and the rich and effective colors old gold black and scarlet deep yellow black and scarlet brown black and scarlet a portly figure clothed like that with a two-handed sword as long as a billiard cue and mounted on a big draught horse finely caparisoned with the sun flooding the splendid colors a figure like that with fifty duplicates marching in his rear is procession enough all by itself yet that was merely a detail all the centuries were passing by passing by in glories of color and multiplicities of strange and quaint and curious and beautiful costumes not to be seen in this world now outside the opera and the picture books and now and then in the midst of this flowing tide of splendors appeared a sharply contrasting note a mounted committee in evening dress swallow-tails white kids and shiny new plug hats and right in their rear perhaps a hundred capering clowns in thunder and lightning dress or a band of silken pages out of ancient times plumed and capped and daggered dainty as rainbows and mincing along in flesh-colored tights and as handy at it too as if they had been born and brought up to it at intervals there was a great platform car bethroned and grandly canopied upholstered in silks carpeted with oriental rugs and freighted with girls clothed in gala costumes there were several military companies dressed in uniforms of various bygone periods among others one dating back a century and a half and another of andreas hoffer's time and region following this latter was a large company of men and women and girls dressed in the society fashions of a period stretching from the directory down to about eighteen forty a thing worth seeing among the prettiest and liveliest and most picturesque costumes in the pageant were those worn by regiments and regiments of peasants from the tyrol and bohemia and everywhere in the empire they are of ancient origin but are still worn to-day i have seen no procession which evoked more enthusiasm than this one brought out 
it would have made any country deliver its emotions for it was a most stirring sight to see at the end of this year i shall be sixty-three if alive and about the same if dead i have been looking at processions for sixty years and curiously enough all my really wonderful ones have come in the last three years one in india in ninety six the queen's record procession in london last year and now this one as an appeal to the imagination an object lesson synopsizing the might and majesty and spread of the greatest empire the world has seen the queen's procession stands first as a picture for the eye this one beats it and in this regard it even falls no very great way short perhaps of the jaipur pageant and that was a dream of enchantment end of section seventeen a viennese procession written sunday june twenty sixth eighteen ninety eight calton leutgeben